Oh, you thought I was feeling you? That nigga munch. <laughs> that nigga eat it. He eat it for lunch. Wait, which one is me? I don't even know. Okay, so the first, yeah, that's how it should be. The first one is me. Duh. Duh. The first Mike. Mike. Mike one. Mike one. Okay. Do you know what a munch is? Someone who be eating it for lunch. Like, Someone who likes to eat crunch. No, like the premise of the song is, it's like, oh, you thought I was filling you, but I only invited you over just to eat my pussy, and then now it's time for you to go. Ah. Uh, that nigga eat it, he eat it for lunch. I mean, I would be down depending on who it is. I mean, the girl who sings it, she, she fine, she cute. I mean, what's bad about that? See, that's the thing. <clears throat> Women be feeling like they playing you when it's like, oh, I ain't let him hit. Sometimes I ain't want to hit. I'm tired. Is that what you tell, tell yourself? I'm tired. Oh, my, my, <laughs> I'm tired. I don't even want to fuck. I did this for you. I gave you five minutes of yo. You know what I mean? Get that. And that's it. All right. No, I hear you. Um, hi, Steven. What up, Tom? S. Miller. Do you go by that still? <laughs> I don't go by anything. That's a fact, though. What do you prefer to be called? You when can call me Steven. Steven. Steven Miller. That's my name. PH. With a PH, please. Balanced. One time, this is a funny story. One time, I go to this restaurant. Is this on the topic list? No. Okay. <laughs> this is very off topic. As soon as we turn on the microphones, this thing just go. It's not my fault. Wait, you made me do this. Anyway, so I go to this restaurant. I order. I order um, over the phone. And I'm like, yo, Stephen Miller, da, da, da. pull up. I tell the dude, he's like, uh, what's your name? I go, order for Stephen. Homeboy comes back and goes, you meant Stefan. <laughs> and I was like, dog, my bad. You're going to tell my name, though? Like, how the fuck are you going to tell me my name? Anyway. Um, We've had this conversation. You shared that story with me because damn. I was on my IG story once. And oh, you right. The girl gave me my Chick-fil-A. Right. And she was like. <laughs> That's crazy. I forgot about that. Tamara. And I was like, oh, no, it's Tamara. She was like, no, it's Tamara. I'm like, girl, I'm I'm oh, her. <laughs> like, this is for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this ain't I, no Uber Eats. <laughs> Like, I'm eating this. I think I know the name on it. <laughs> so that's crazy. Stephen P H, pronounce it right. Facts. If Facts. you didn't get the moral of that story, Facts. I'm glad you're with me. Um, Mr. 106 and Park is back. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. I do feel like Bow Wow in this. Bitch. I do. I have to mention that um, old old friend of the show yeah. um you probably recognize the voice if you're a long time listener Thanks. or um just a person who knows knows the right people in hmm. our city you know hmm. like if you're from here and you don't know this man then you need to do your homework okay like you need to like do your hit like learn your history it's a little hidden but okay mm -hmm. i like mm -hmm. that like, I'm going to guess you. you Respect. Know? Like, I feel that. Like, I feel that. Hey, same to you. You a god. For real. Oh, listen. Respect. I'm just, I'm just trying to get like you, King. <laughs> Relax. I missed you. I miss you, too. You don't even live here. I know. But, I mean, I'm I'm going to try to uh, figure out a way, hopefully, to either move to Texas or just go back and forth between Texas and Portland. We would love to have you, but I also appreciate you spreading your wings. And so, if you need to be out there and have to be across country 
Cross. So be it. So be it. Do what you need to do. Conquer the West. Don't be a caged bird. <laughs> I have some topics for you. I thought, hey, if you're going to stop by and sit in my home, <laughs> I'm going to get something out of you. <laughs> There's no reason we wouldn't do that. I'm such a content whore. Like, that's the only time. Like, people have to be around for me have to be, like, inspired to turn these mics on. That's cool, though. You know, that makes me feel wonderful that I inspire you. know what I mean, like, you don't want to have this conversation because I love having these conversations. Uh, that's why I did it so much. You know what I'm saying? Who else to record with than... Oh, the 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 guy himself, Facts. S. Miller, Stephen, yeah. Stephen, Ph. Okay, <laughs> first thing I want to get your opinion on because you're more so of the sports guy mm-hmm. than than me. I'm not the sport sports, sports girl. I'm Facts. I'm really not. I'm definitely the one who's like go sports. Um, <laughs> he's cute. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. He don't even play. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then usually someone will retort you don't with even that. Play, bro. Right, exactly. But Ime. Udoka, mm-hmm. he's trending, and it was all the wrong reasons. It was brought to my attention that he is in the hot seat. Man. He is under fire. It's all bad. And I wanted to get your opinion on the matter. Now, if you don't know what's going on with this with this gentleman, he is the Celtics coach. Yes, coach right? of the Boston Celtics, the green one, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know leprechaun. a little. I know. I know a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So he is also married to Nia Long. Very famous. Very classic actor. Absolutely. She's in all our favorites if you're black. <laughs> like yeah, if you're black and you watch one. movies, she's in one of Doing your favorites. Thing too. Like <laughs> killing it too. Right, right. The There's a handful time. of our goddesses that like we hold on. It's mm-hmm. like her, Sana, like Gabrielle, Beyonce. like We'll get to her. <laughs> we'll get to her. Renaissance. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is she in that category? It's me. You can't touch her. Right, right. You really can't. But it seems like, although we thought Nia Long was untouchable. Facts. <laughs> but that's in the home. You just never know. If you're unaware, he is in the hot seat under fire because he um, was in a consensual relationship with a staff member. Mm. Um, in the Celtics organization. And that then means he was cheating on his wife, Nia Long. And it now may result in a suspension of this year, um, of 2022 to 2023, this, this basketball season. Yeah. He's done for the whole year. Right. He's done. Yeah. I know that Matt Barnes had a reaction video saying how he doesn't condone it. It's not a good look. He should have known better. I wanted to get your opinion on the matter. Now, me, I have a unique approach. Like I, I, I compartmentalize this story. Like mm-hmm. on one hand, you should not be cheating on Nia Long. Like, come Ever. on. Yeah. It's Nia Long. Fumble bag. What are you doing? Fumbled incredibly. Ugh. Like Love Jones, <laughs> like they they wrote poems about her. Facts, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Facts. She's in so many rap songs. Yeah. But on the other hand, why is he getting punished for being in a consensual mm. relationship? Which means that both parties are in agreement. We're down. 
Um, they're both giving consent and it does, I haven't heard any stories of how their work was affected. I don't think anybody's job was compromised or the quality of work was affected. So why does that now result in suspension? Now I know there's policies and rules how you shouldn't fuck a coworker. I get it, but why? (laughs) And so that's my, my twofold opinion. What's yours? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's so, so recent. And so it's hard to, uh, really say anything that's fact other than what you said. And so the rest is for like everyone to speculate. Like I know when it first happened, everyone was speculating. It was this one, uh, worker there and like literally Twitter was going crazy saying like, yo, I can see why he did it. Cause it's her type shit. You mm. know what I mean? So mm. it's just been a wildfire. But, um, my opinion is obviously, like you said, I mean, whether it's Nia Long or, or whatever, you made a commitment. I mean, I guess I don't know their relationship, but I'm pretty sure she's not happy about that. Um, therefore, and ab- above that, <clears throat> being with somebody that you work with, like, it can get dicey. If you, if you work at a, like, like, for instance, at a sandwich shop, I don't really think anybody's going to trip if there are two people that, you know, like have some kind of relationship out, outside of that environment. Right, right. But with being a head coach, you're supposed to be a leader of men, like, and more than just on the court in moral ways, you know, ethical mm-hmm. ways. So how you going to kind of, you know, be the head figure doing right. that kind of stuff? Right. At the end of the day, I guess the ultimate opinion is you did something wrong because you cheated on someone Mm -hmm. and you probably broke a rule in the process of of your job. And so I get that, but I sometimes don't understand the rule if it's not affecting, again, quality of work. Because I'm going to say, like, I've worked at some jobs and there's some cute people around. Like, and what? Like, what? Why can't I be? What if they want to take me out? If they marry, would you? Why is that a topic? <laughs> that's what happened. So, and that's why some people are thinking that even the woman must be married, possibly even to oh, that someone husband. in the organization, mm. which is why it's like, get him out of here instead mm. of, wow, the dude just fucked your wife, bro. Get over it. Right, right. I get that. I get that. But leaving it in the job, like aspect and mm-hmm. the punishment of like the job, mm-hmm. like the only reason why I feel like anyone should be like reprimanded or, punished in a job setting is because your job was compromised the quality of work that you were there to do in your position was compromised i have a question so i need i need some more details on this relationship i have a question yes so let's say that obviously this was a relationship that may have not been like maybe consensual between them but maybe not consensual between either his partner or their partners Mm -hmm. so like I don't know. In my opinion, like, how can I phrase this? Um, Because emotionally, you can be affected. That's what I'm, like, trying to say. Like, so your performance could be affected just off your emotions. And you're in a state where, like, you see this person. And you know y'all are in some kind of entanglement. And it's not supposed to affect what's going on. But how does it not? Mm Mm-hmm. I, That's I why you signed it. the paper. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. I understand. Yeah. I get it. At the end of the day, I'm on Nia Long's side. Facts. That's all I wanted to like Me too. say. I hope she's okay. Like, <laughs> she, Nia, Steven, hopes you're on. Okay. I'm praying for you. <laughs> if you need anyone to like 
confide in. Like, call me up. Stephen is here. Um, as now, friends. as friends, as friends. Now, you know what is not a good friend thing to do? What's not friendly? To admit to the world that you had sexual relations with them and like you are so far removed from them at this point <laughs> and you and it's not relevant to anything that's going on. No one was saying it. No one was talking about it. Oh, now if you're like, ooh, what is that about? Uh, nothing related to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Uh, the baby, he hopped his little short ass on uh, his new album, Baby, on Baby 2. And straight out the gate on Boogeyman stated, hey, <laughs> if anyone was wondering, right before... She got shot. I was I was all up in the club. <laughs> I was all up in Meg the Stallion. And I'm like, whoa, why is that even like relevant right now? Yeah. And you know why? New album. That rollout. And he really ain't get him talking. He really ain't that dude anymore. He really ha- was at this pedestal. He was like hip hop's new shiny star. And he really shot himself in the foot along the way uh, multiple times. We gave him chance after chance. It is just like he kind of was just like, I'm I'm a be me. And it's just like he died on the hill of being him. And sometimes you ain't for everybody. And I feel like now he's reaching for attention to, to sell his newest because it's kind of harder now for him as it was before. Um, he came into the game at the same time with Meg. Like they both like popped and got their superstardom at the same time. They were like the he and the she at the time of hip hop. And you can argue and say that Meg is still the she, but he is so far from being the he now. What's your opinion on him popping up and being baby on baby? <laughs> I mean, I haven't listened to the whole project. 14 songs, unnecessary. We're not going to listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to still check it out, but I only listened to, obviously, that record because it was everywhere. And then I listened to the first song because last night, before I went to bed, I was like, looking, I I was actually looking for a different album. I can't even remember which one, but I saw that that dropped, so I was like, oh, let me peep this. Right. Wasn't even looking for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but I, like, I was still, like, kind of excited to play it just because I wanted to hear it, like, the new flow, and I listened to the first one, and I was just like, man, I'm going to get to this later. But anyway, um, that record, and like you said, right out the gate. Like, it's like, <laughs> I think the first three bars, he, like, talk about it. Um, it could be it could be disrespectful. I, I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe if he had the conversation with her, got it cleared, maybe that's cool. But it does look like a reach, even if you do that. You know what I mean? Even with consent, it's still a reach, and it's still like, bruh, relax. Right. Right. If you're, if you're sharing intimate information about the other party's consent, it's lame. Like in the story. That's why I really don't care for the game. That's why I really don't care for what's that light skinned man that was just hating on Ashanti the other day. He always pops up. Irv Gotti. Um, (laughs) like what? Like why? Why? Like Bow Wow does it occasionally when he's feeling saucy in the club when he's hosting. He's like, hey, by the way, did, did you forget that I was once with Sierra, the one who's with the football player that's really po- like, come on. I think they all kind of do it for different reasons, but attention. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's pretty unnecessary. So I'm over it. 
Um, but you know what does have my attention? It's got your attention right the now. The newest season of Atlanta. It's on FX. It's the fourth and final season. If you're unfamiliar with Atlanta, if, let me refresh your remem- your memory. Childish Gambino, aspiring like a uh, rap manager. His cousin is the rapper on the show. Um, uh, Paperboy. And they've gone through this journey of like, started from the bottom, now we're here. That's kind of what like the newest seasons have been about. Like they're here now. And now they're just navigating this new space of like privilege, more money, access, but still being black. You know what I mean? Like still nigga, mm-hmm. as what uh, Jay-Z would say. And so First two episodes have dropped. I think a new one actually comes out today, the day that we're recording. But I love them. Um, a lot of people like have like mixed opinions about the episodes just because they're more like, I want to say maybe laid back or like serious. Like a lot of people went into the show Atlanta when it first started that it was going to be very humorous. It was a comedy, but it's, it's more of like a dramedy. Um, and it has a lot of real moments. And one of the real moments that, um, was shown in one of these first two episodes is the reason why, um, Earl or E or whatever he goes by, I think in the show, um, played by Childish Gambino, why he was expelled from Princeton, I think that was the Ivy League school. It's one of those, you know, one of those uppity white schools. And so it's always been like, hanging over his head like he like he fucked up back in the day like he had it really going he was in a good school and he he fucked it up and like he was now doing this rap stuff and it was just frowned upon from his parents like he had a kid to take care of he had a baby mama but he was still gonna make it work but you know fast forward to now it's working but we now know a lot of background there was a therapy session episode where it was revealed and I know you're not caught up on the seasons and the episodes Steven but you painted a beautiful picture thank you but i want to get your opinion on the tone of the show maybe of it like originally once like feeling like a comedy and it's transitioned as well as career itself has transitioned in real life um i feel like it mirrors it kind of the same it's not the same story but the the tone and the feel of the vibe that they're giving mm-hmm. like has like growth like it's yeah. it's it, it has grown to be something new what's your opinion on that well yeah i mean it's kind of his brainchild kind of um so i feel like naturally i mean as time goes you start doing something you have an idea of what you want to do that's going to evolve as it goes especially with like tv and right Things that, I mean, it's, it grows as we grow. That's like, we get to connect with these characters. We get to believe in these characters. We get to see who they really are, relate to them. Right. So, and naturally, I feel like, I feel like we didn't know what to expect at first, but when he started delivering, well, they started delivering so many wonderful quality episodes that also bring like the culture to talking about it. Like I'm someone who doesn't even like, I didn't, until today, y'all, I just got access to Hulu to <laughs> like thanks to like right next to me. Like it's in, it's incredible, like the things you do for the world. But um, I'm blessed to be a part of that. Uh, so now I'll be able to catch up. But Bless. I know of this show, and I don't even watch it. Like, and I I've heard of the characters. I know a lot about the characters, and I don't even watch it. So it's like clearly a part of the culture, and and. Uh, it's interesting because I want to know what's next because it is the last 
season? Like what, what follows this for all of them involved? Right, exactly. Um, again, it's been a journey. It's been growth. Same thing. Like, I feel like I've watched him grow up, like, in general, when it mm-hmm. comes to, like, his actual career from, uh, what is it? Third, third rock. Um, he had his own stand up weirdo. He was on the mystery team, that goofy movie. Um, like, you, you've seen the transitions that he's made. Um, and I, 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 I respect it. Yeah. Like, um, there's been some hiccups like in the background along the way. <laughs> I happens. won't highlight them, you know, <laughs> no one's perfect. Right. But overall the resume is good. And if you're not watching the show, watch it. It's on Hulu. Like it's free. Come on now. Nice. All right. So, um one thing that I am in question of watching. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me be really honest. You've heard of You've heard of Black Panther, right? Of course. And so Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. RIP, passed away. Mm-hmm. And they've transitioned to a new story for Black Panther 2 for his sister to take the main um, role. Mm-hmm. And so for her to essentially kind of be like king, like of uh, Wakanda. Yeah. Right. And um, when I started hearing about the movie The Woman King, mm-hmm. I was like, Black Panther 2 coming. Yes. <laughs> And I was like, wait, Viola Davis ain't in black. Like, I was so confused. Like, they, I feel like these two movies should have, should have talked to each other before they started marketing. Cause they, they're giving the same vibe and title. I don't know. I feel like I'm not the only person who's been confused. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's been an honest mistake. I'm not saying like, <laughs> oh, all black people look alike. I'm not doing that to funny. us. I'm just saying that it seems very similar yeah. in like, if I'm just going by hearsay marketing, right. they sound very similar. Yeah. And see the, the reason why the, the movie is facing any kind of backlash and like the woman King. Yeah, the Woman King, um, and I haven't gone to see it, um, but just from what I've heard and what I've like read, um, so for instance, Black Panther. Black Panther had a black director. I know that for sure. Black Panther had black writers, um, but and obviously an all black cast, which was a big deal. Not all black. There were still other races in the actual movie but just most people were black and um that's kind of a big deal in cinema because there usually isn't that and way more often um minorities aren't really highlighted in blockbuster films at that so um right the woman king is similar in that region where the cast is a lot of black names and i trust viola davis so I don't think like anyway. So the reason why there's some backlash is because like the writers were white. And so it's a black story about black people enslaving black people. And I'm over slavery movies anyway. Right. Because it's based on real history. Right. And that's what happened in real history. So first of all, we're writing movies about black trauma. Like, and not only are we going to like <laughs> put millions and millions of dollars behind it, we're not actually going to get black writers to write it. Like, it's just 
I don't know. It's it's uh it's Hollywood. So so what I'm hearing is, um, because based off of like things I've read on Twitter, like the rants people have gone on, or just the education people are trying to spread about like the history of the movie, and then some of the background that you've just stated, it sounds like we may have um not gatekeeped this culture and this history of this tribe um well enough and we've let it fall into white hands and I they're think it's now, always been there though and they're now glamorizing i think um, it's always been there maybe a blemish in black history and so that that ultimately doesn't feel good for a lot of people to have a white writer writing about you said black trauma and a blemish in black history because you're talking about a black tribe enslaving black people and you know participating in the slave trade in history and now i have to now learn this through a white lens a, a white <laughs> voice and out of all the movies to make why this one that's my question. That's as someone who wants to be a filmmaker, that's going to be my question out of all the movies to make. Why this one? And they can answer that however they want. And maybe after they answer that, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I see why you did it now. Right. But on the other side, it's, it's just like, I'm also working in this. I know how little, t- how little I see people who look like me in the industry. So like, and that's in any kind of camera industry you know what i mean so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is what it is and and as far as like our story not always being told through our lens i feel like that's that's something that happens often very often it's been a part of right because i'm seeing screenplay written by this woman we won't expose her we don't want to give her the clout (laughs) on the tea with tammy show you can do your homework but um she is white as snow blonde (laughs) hair you know what i mean like there's no mistaking that she's a white woman now the editor of the film um she is a white passing um in a little minute and i'm like oh the black stuff is out and i'm like oh not by a white person i wanted popcorn so i'm gonna have to just stop by and get the popcorn take it home and See, don't judge so me for doing that viola davis is also a producer so that's why i'm like if you want to if you want to give your money and help viola davis continue to create at the height that she's able to create then i'd say you should do that my my parents have gone and see it they they liked it you know what i mean so like if you want to go watch it then go watch it right. i just I just would want to know why this one instead of so many other perhaps movies that you could write from a lens that is more because the thing is, if you start talking for me when you could have just hired me to talk for me, I don't know what I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know. Like, because you could just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about it, but I'm a little conflicted about it. Y'all gonna judge me if I if I watch it? I wouldn't judge you at all. Hit me back in the comments like ASAP because I might go like as soon as I drop this episode, like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this as a clip so <laughs> they can respond. <laughs> like, girl, nice. don't see it. Low key, I'm about to cop a, a 50 inch, so I might ca- catch it on the red box. Red box? Yeah. Who even says that? You mean like on a streaming service on nah, your TV? Red box. Like I'm gonna go to Red box and get that. Whole you have a DVD player? Box. Hell yeah. You can't always watch certain movies um, without finding them in physical. But y'all niggas not really movie watchers. 
I guess not. I'm, I need to up my game, but you know, I wish we could go back to the times where, uh, black content wasn't, you know, again, in the white hands or centered around trauma, because even when we put it in other people's hand, like other black hands, they, they resort to what white people want them to do or like Sometimes. what, what's going to get them of you the quickest, you Sometimes know, money's Right, exactly. But I miss those times where we were talking earlier about our, our, our classic women, like the Nias and Sanaas and the Gabrielles. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of black directors. Those were great movies back then that weren't centered around like trauma. trauma like it was about love, mm-hmm. everyday life, Overcoming. like just people being black. Mm-hmm. So I challenge you, uh, screenplay writers and movie makers to just focus on just being black and not the trauma associated with being black all Facts. the time. Facts. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate blackness. Yes. Let's celebrate black achievement. There's so many good stories. Like that's what, that, that's why the crux of the problem is like we could tell so many other stories that could highlight, you know what I mean? Like black yeah. achievement, black overcoming, because that's the real story. That's what we do every day. Ain't slavery happening? I mean, it's happening a different way, but mm-hmm. it's not happening like that right now. Why we got visuals of it all the time, every right. year? Like, why the fuck we keep seeing this? Right, right. It don't make no fucking sense. Honestly, there's so many other stories. Right. Pick one. Pick pick another one, bro. Oh, please, please. Black trauma. I'm not going to see it. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I can say. I'm not going to see that shit. No, I understand. And again, like. Because then I get turned up. I don't want to get turned up. I want to feel some type of way. I'm trying to watch a movie and relax. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, one thing that has been traumatic that I still subscribe to, like, it's like a guilty pleasure. Like, ooh, it's like a train wreck, but I'm tuned in. <laughs> and it's been uh, the women in hip hop. Okay. Oh, there's, uh, it's going to be like a, like a, like a power round of topics. It's going to be a lot I'm going to throw at you. It's, okay. You're probably not going to know a lot of it. Okay. But it has to be mentioned and talked about. And I got I, you. I still want to get your opinion I'm from someone fo- who I'm is, follow. is like not invested, but like, who's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's <shit> crazy. <laughs> but, um, I did play some music for you when we first started. Right. Um, you didn't know exactly what a munch was. Mm-mm. Um, munch you know nigga eat it eat it for lunch i explained mm-hmm. that to you mm-hmm. you said you know hey maybe i wanted to just eat it for lunch Facts. and leave and that's fine Facts. Um, that shit to do that song has dropped by ice spice um they've she's gotten a lot of backlash because this song is like one of those like viral songs that's like popular on tiktok everywhere on twitter like very quickly mm-hmm. and she she's very new to rapping and like this you can tell this is one of her early songs but she just caught one and she was lucky and you know people hating they're just like man like you only like her because she's thick she's gonna be gone tomorrow like y'all don't be supporting real real women rap and it's (laughs) like why can't she have like a moment and y'all just let her have a moment it's kind of weird how people are just oh you don't deserve this shine Mm -hmm. because it's like if she didn't have it, it'd be another person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. let these kids on the internet get their little viral moment and 
let them build off of it and see what what comes of it. Like, give them a chance. Like, you're you're just mad the internet didn't do what it did for you. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It didn't do what you wanted uh, for for you, and now you're now you're jealous. That's that's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't really know much, but I mean, if you got a hit, you got a hit. It don't really matter much after that. Like, and if you want to hate, hate on it, but that hit's still gonna kind of hold her to like whatever stratosphere she want to go um i don't know like i said i didn't know it was a like that was a discriminative term like if if i wanted to just eat your pussy and then dip like i thought that was cordial hey there's nothing wrong with that that's what i'm saying like say it loud and proud i would do it today say i'm a munch Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) damn it i almost had a clip uh can't do that but (laughs) but i will say that um (laughs) Maybe maybe the fact is a munch is someone who is like, damn, like you really about to leave right now, like right. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the vibe because yeah, yeah. she starts it as, oh, you thought I was feeling you at like in that insinuates like, like fuck you. right that insinuates that insinuates to me that he was proceeding to like do more and you're like whoa 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 oh you thought <laughs> like funny. you're cutting something off and so yeah. that's where the munch part comes in. But hey, if you don't want to say it loud and proud, I understand you scared. Realize, never been say scared. it. I'm a munch. Nah, that's that's a fact though, because I don't do that shit. Like if, Ugh. like I said, I don't even look backpedal. I never email Udoka. <laughs> I always get consent. I never be in the news for that shit. <laughs> Facts. Now another person that was getting a lot of backlash at first, but I feel like she's surviving the heat and she's transitioning to now being like an artist that can stay. You know mm-hmm. that has can maintain some stardom is Glorilla. She had the FNF song, fuck nigga free song, F-R-E-E, fuck nigga free. She also has other song, Blessed, where she's like, he got 99 problems and the biggest one is me. She has a very deep, like distinct voice. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thought she was going to be a one hit wonder, but she just dropped a new song with Cardi B. So it seems like things are going well for her. Um, I know you're still new to like her music and Mm -hmm. sound, but She's also another person who's catching one quickly, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's working. I mean, the thing is, like I said, if you got a hit, you got a hit. If it's what the people want to hear, it's what the people want to hear. I feel like female rap has taken like hip hop by storm, and so mm-hmm. like, and it's a lot of perspectives that people haven't heard. That's the beauty of art, especially like when an art that has been like kind of shelved for a long time finally gets like sunlight Mm -hmm. that shit can just be like boom another hit boom another so everyone can eat that's the thing everybody be like oh hating and shit but like everyone can eat it just might not be your time right you know what i'm saying it just might not be your time and if you were an older like woman perspective you don't have to do the same thing these younger girls are doing trying to influence the younger generation you could talk to people my age people my age still want to listen to rap that's not about twerking Right, right. And um that's a great transition to Nicki Minaj. She's she's now maybe the seasoned older rapper of the girls now. Mm-hmm. Um she's been around in the game for a minute, but um she's she still pops up and can catch one. That's she, more who I relate to, you feel me? Oh really? Right. I mean I'm just saying because like that's what I grew up with. I grew up listening to Young Money, so I heard Nicki my whole life. Right, right. Nice. Exactly. And so she dropped a song um called Super Freaky um a while back. It samples a very freaky girl by rick Mm. james has that nice sample in the background and she dropped a remix called the queen remix um that featured like five girls um it featured um bia 
JT, Akbar V, um, Malibu Mitch, and um, I'm forgetting one, Katie Got Bands. Okay. Um, and so it featured all of these women. Um, a lot of people are stirring a, the pot when it comes to of the features that of were course. selected for <laughs> the song because JT's on the song, but not Young Miami. And the reason people are saying why that is, is because Nicki Minaj does not like Young Miami because Young Miami is friends with Meg The Stallion. And Nicki Minaj does not like Meg The Stallion. Reason being is one, Nikki is very territorial and she's a very like loyalist per se. And so after she collabed with Meg Thee Stallion, she thought like, oh, I took you under my wing. I did a collab with you. You are on my side. But no, she immediately after that made WAP with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj probably didn't like that. I'm speculating a little bit, but you know what Nicki Minaj probably doesn't like either? The fact that Meg Thee Stallion dates Party who is Cardi B's writer. And so if you essentially have been writing the diss songs towards me, and now you're dating the nigga who was writing <laughs> the diss songs towards me, like you're, you're a little too clickish on the other side now. Yeah. And I really don't like you now. <laughs> and so the last verse on this remix, um, that features all of these girls who mm-hmm. a lot of people say aren't rel, like is <laughs> relevant. But she says, Oh, um, horseback riding i'd be like giddy up uh, when i'm in your city i paint the city up i don't have to beg for sympathy from the media and so apparently people were saying that's a shot at meg the stallion because she's been and crying on every yes that's nikki saying that on the last verse of okay. super freaky remix and that's a shot towards meg the stallion and so a lot of a lot of drama mm-hmm. on this remix a lot of people are like why isn't lotto on this song well lotto says in a lot of interviews that a lot of female rappers can't fuck with her now she's never said like nikki can't fuck with her but again nikki nikki is very particular about how you talk in in like the industry and in the media and she wants her roses and if you haven't given them (laughs) she does not acknowledge you like she blocked erica banks um she blocked young baby tate um yeah nikki nikki doesn't fuck with some some she she doesn't fuck with coila ray anymore (laughs) it's it's a it's a whole thing what's your opinion on nikki i love nikki um like i said i i grew up listening to nikki i don't really know too much like in depth i know like I know her relationship has been in question, like, or whatever, but, and I know she's trying to make some kind of comeback. I don't know if you could even call it that, but, um, she's been releasing music a lot more, uh, consistently lately, I guess I would say. So, um, I thought it would, I mean, it's cool. I think it's always cool. Like when I see a Nicki record, I want to hear that. Yeah. Personally. But, um, also being territorial. Hip hop in nature used to be, in my opinion, competitive. I guess it, it can still be that way now. This, like, but it seems like it's so personality driven that, like, as long as you can get your own, you're not really caring about what the next person thinking. Cause it's not about the music, really. I mean, unless you're throwing shots at each other, that's when we start comparing bars and shit like that. Other than that, you know, you just make a good song, stay in your lane, you good. You know what I mean? Like, right. And there's a lot of girls out there who, who do that. Right. Like I never hear Rhapsody 
in the mix with all of this or Facts. leaky lee focus on a different plan <laughs> that's the thing like you on Dreezy. a whole different time right there's certain women who just do their own things and like block out the bullshit mm-hmm. and those are the ones that i i, I still tune into too like mm-hmm. those be the elite ones on the low-key tip yeah for sure right right yeah. right is there any if you know you know Right. If you know, you know. Yeah. And those be the ones. Right. Those be the ones. Like Flo Millie, like she does her own thing. Like she's she doesn't bother anyone, but yeah. she she keeps one. And so that's what I respect about it. But some people like want to be in the limelight, even if that means it's it's because of confrontation or or something anything, that's at anything yeah, like at all costs exactly exactly like Sad. bad press is still good press. So Ugh. yeah, even if you're in the media for some bullshit, at least you're getting play those records are getting spent probably a little more people see your name people talking a little more and you might even feel like you're above the fray anyway so it's like who gives a fuck what social media gotta say like right 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 and so like you said um like all media or like if it's good or bad like it's gonna get you some attention and it's it's sad how that can trickle down to like even the simplest or most local of rappers because (laughs) i see people reach on my like just on my everyday timeline where Mm -hmm. they're just like did you know so and so's a sex offender and i'm just like not you being on like the front lines of exposing niggas just so people can click that pin tweet of your failed music video like <laughs> like i understand how some people want to be like the people's court like on online and expose people and do justice but at like at what expense one and like what is the end goal like what like yeah. what is the real intent and so i wanted to kind of expand on that a little bit as for like what people do to get attention and mm-hmm. just like what as like someone who still feels like they're they maybe are local or have a local like audience like mm-hmm. how can how can they expand past you know getting their friends to like their music or the timeline to like their music like the immediate timeline to like get that bigger audience and right. exposure right well i feel like i mean tiktok has seemed to be like the pathway to kind of that's the gateway yeah because Shortcut. Exactly, because it's quick, it's easy, and it gets like kind of played automatically. Mm. And so, and if it's catchy or just something that's eye opening, um, you can you can catch fire. And like I like dances or even just like parties are a big thing. So even if you get personalities listening to your songs, so like it's it's not really about oh we're in the studio all day we're making the best music. It's more so can you craft a hit because if you get one that's all you really need to start getting money to make other moves again what is your end goal like do you see yourself more like and this is like not shade or any like anything bad they're just different types of careers that have played out and so do you see see yourself more of like a currency rapper Mm -hmm. who like you know like has his sound like is dedicated to it will put Mm -hmm. out a project every three months like and just like does his own thing or are you trying to be like the superstar like you know what i mean who has all the brand deals and only drops when they when they can which is like the cardi b route or something Mm -hmm. like which like where do you see yourself? Like, what is the end goal? Are you trying to get the hit? Are you trying to get your Bodak yellow? Or are you trying to make just this, the everyday smokers music that, you know, will just play casually and you, you may or may not, uh, be remembered or your, the names of your songs will be brought up. I mean, as far as like 
that comes down to what you do it for. So if you're pushing to be like a Cardi B, for instance, I would say like any like anybody look at their homework. I promise you it was not usually overnight. Like that's a kind of once in a lifetime kind of thing where right. overnight the whole world knew your song. Right, right. Usually you get like it takes a while. Like I said, nowadays it's more of a popularity thing. So right. lately a lot of artists were first known doing something else right. for something else. Right. Is it the art or is it the popularity? I it's guess that's popularity. what it like, boils down to. And then uh, if you get privileged, then you can get writers. And so it's easier to just keep your get popularity because you already do what you do. It's just who you are mm-hmm. while they're like crafting up this shit that's going to make the world go. Yeah, that shit's tight. Right. So then you got it on lock. Um, which is kind of what they used to do, but before you actually had some kind of musical attachment before getting right. noticed. Um, but you can, like, the thing is, in my opinion, like, whatever dream you have, chase that shit. But also do the homework, see how people got where they got, like, read a book <laughs> on the low, like, like, you can learn a lot from other people's experiences, but also, know that yours will be your own. Like you can never do it like anyone else did. And in my opinion, how I look at it, because like I still do want to like put out a project. The the best um thing I think you can do is make the best music you can and put yourself in a position where you can get it seen and appreciated for what it is. However you feel that should be. So but just don't don't do it and be like, I'm gonna put this out and I'm gonna blow. You gotta put it out regardless. You gotta love Whatever, like you got to do it for the love on the low. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Unless you're doing it to get famous or to get money, and then you can sacrifice your right. Soul you got to make that bit. decision first. Get those face tats. You know what I mean. Do some crazy shit, like <laughs> like right. on right. the highway or something. You know what I mean. Get those views, and then drop a song that got a dope beat. Get a dope ass beat, easy ass hook. You got it. Right. I understand. Facts. I encourage people to do art, but don't. Don't be naive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because I was naive at some point. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like, like, there was a, like, I felt like there was a certain pathway to take to get there. When really, your pathway is not, like, (laughs) you can't replicate that from something you've seen. You have to just make your music and make your art. Like, that's why I say it's art, because you have to do more than music. You have to make it so relatable and attachable um, that people can either see it or touch it with merch. Like, it's just got to be an all encapsulating experience if you're trying to make it that big. Good luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, exactly. It's all Thanks. I can say. Because yeah. uh, I see a few people still trying. They ain't got it yet. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the corner. I'm not. I'm not cheering, but I'm. I'm. You know what I mean. I'm not cheering for nobody's downfall <laughs> or anybody's up upbringing or whatever you want to call it. Like I am not. I don't. I have no dog in any fight. Yeah. Um, I go to work. <laughs> yeah. I prefer not to give like reviews. Okay. Or like you just because music is relative. As I've gotten like more mature. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've realized that there's like, there's something for everyone. And like, if I don't like it, I know someone is out there liking this. <laughs> and so it, 
okay like this is for them like there's there's it's okay to not have things be made for you like i don't have to be so selfish and want every every album has to please my ears like that sounds so crazy like and i hate how like i read old reviews and i just like expect that like that entitlement as just like selfish but i guess that's a part of the game you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. it's you're supposed to have a sprinkle of that like of what like maybe what the like you're supposed to be the voice of something and yeah. so like you're speaking for maybe others too but right, right it just sounds crazy to just be so entitled of yes every song every lyric every bar has to be up to my par right, right. <laughs> and that's the thing i mean there's so much music i think you're supposed to select what speaks to you but at the same time, if it doesn't, you don't have to bash it. You could just right, say it's not, right. it's not for me. You could more so praise what you like. Instead right. of, that's the thing. Instead of breaking shit down, we, we always like want to tear shit down. We could just build other shit up. Right, right. That time so I won't bring up Renaissance, but I will bring up ASL. You see how I'll do that? Like I won't focus on something I don't like, but mm-hmm. I will talk about something I do like. And so ASL is Ari Lennox new album. Okay. ASL, if you remember, like back in the day, I feel like we're from the same generation. And so like, um, age, sex, location. If you were like in the chat rooms or in the forums, <laughs> if you was trying That's to get funny. freaky online, you was like, right. That was like the first thing you would ask. Like, <laughs> was, was age? Was your <laughs> sex? And where is that location? Because if you say something out the country, man, get out, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> You're trying to scam me. <laughs> so that is a really good um, R&B album um, that I want you all to check out. A lot of people are still saying that JID has a great album of the year, but don't sleep on Westside Boogie. I liked his album. Um, I will. I will mention that I I don't revisit that Kendrick album. I really don't. Um, <laughs> It's so sad. I went from like his one of his biggest fans when I was like in college or whenever that era was, Good Kid, Mad City, to like mm, just like I'll hear him when I hear him. <laughs> oh, that argument song—that's cute for TikTok. Like I don't, I'm not too invested anymore. Yeah. You? <sighs> I gotta go, so I can't really delve into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but on that note, yeah. But I could, uh, I could do some call-ins or something. You know what I'm saying? We yes, could, we yes. Could, we could do some talking. Hopefully, you continue with your music. I know you plan to drop something soon. Yeah. Um, you're you're far removed from you know the original place I met you in, but you may be back soon to do some <laughs> collaborations in the future. So I look forward to that. Uh, S. Dot Miller, the legend, uh, the myth, um, the goat. Thank that, you for stopping by and sharing your opinion no, on no, these ratchet no, no, no. ass topics. Thank you. Thank you for making me Thank dust you. off this equipment like i don't even do this anymore i was just like psych i don't record (laughs) but here i am doing it for you hey i'll be back hey i'll be back mr 106 in park y'all that's that's him (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that well for real (laughs) i know but yeah i do gotta do it